In this conversation, we're going to focus on what makes a father-daughter relationship so special and important and the impact it can have to improve the world around us. My guest is going to share a few valuable tips and resources that will help you connect closer with your daughter or daughter. So don't go anywhere. Welcome to the Fatherhood Challenge, a movement to awaken and inspire fathers everywhere to take great pride in their role and to challenge society to understand how important fathers are to the stability and culture of their family's environment. Now, here's your host, Jonathan Guerrero. Greetings, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. My guest is Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, and I'm so blessed to have Dr. Michelle with me on the Fatherhood Challenge because she's very busy doing essential work helping dads and daughters grow closer together. Dr. Michelle is the founder of the ABBA Project, the host of the Dad Whisper podcast, and she's the author of two books, Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, A Guide for Connecting With Your Daughter's Heart, and Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. Dr. Michelle, thank you so much for being on the Fatherhood Challenge. Oh, thanks, Jonathan. I'm so happy to be here with you. I am a father of two boys, and there are many like me who not too long ago, if you would have sprung this term up, Mm -hmm. we would have no idea what this means. And that term is girl dad. What is a girl dad? Oh, what is a girl dad? That's a great question. You know, in, in all honesty, nobody's ever asked me that. You know, we just kind of assume we all know what it means. So great way to start. This term actually was something that Kobe Bryant years ago in an ESPN interview, he used that term when his fourth daughter was about to be born. And he's quoted as saying, I would have five more girls if I could. I'm a girl dad. And so when he passed away in 2020, that became the hashtag that took off is people were saying he was a girl dad because as we know, his oldest daughter died with him in that plane crash. And they said he died doing what he loved. He was investing in his daughter's sports, you know, and was, was really showing up for her. And so I've loved that term ever since. I never used it prior to that time as well, but isn't that a cool way to just say you're a dad who's identified by your relationship with your daughter. And if that's you, you're a girl dad. It often seems that daughters have better or closer relationships with their moms than they do with their dads. Mm-hmm. Why is it so important for a dad to interact with his daughter? You know, you're, you're spot on there, Jonathan, that, you know, because men are from Mars, women are from Venus, right? <laughs> yes. Is that, that means we speak Venusian on my planet and you speak Martian <laughs> on yours. And I now say I'm bilingual. I speak a little bit of Martian too. And so oftentimes it's easier for a daughter to talk to mom because maybe she's more em- empathic. She's giving empathy and she's okay with all the words and all the emotion. But here's what I want dads listening to know is the research confirms over and over that every area of a daughter's life is better when she feels connected to her dad. And because we know that in the Bible, God talks about the hearts of fathers turning to their daughters, to their children, really. Mm -hmm. But I specifically am saying daughters, it's about a heart turn, not just a head turn. And we as daughters love it when our dads engage our minds and help us, you know, fill out a FAFSA for college or get a bank account going or figure out how to work on our cars. But at the end of the day, it's God himself that said, "Mm, if a dad turns his heart 
to his children, he will stop a curse from coming to them and to this land. So we know that this idea of a heart turn originated right in the heart of God as a father. And so the research is not surprising that it backs up what God himself says, which is that when a dad has turned his heart to his daughter, she will feel more connected to him. Your daughter is more likely to finish high school and attend college. She will get better grades This is from a feeling of connection, a heart connection to her dad. She will have less body dissatisfaction and healthier weight. She will have greater self-esteem. She will have less depression. She's more likely to hold steady employment. I mean, who would have ever thought that had something to do with her relationship with her dad, right? Like, hey, Mm. if you've got a daughter who's wired to be a hard worker, she'll succeed. No, the research shows it's about a connection to her dad. She will also have more pro-social empathy. I mean, do we need that in our world now more than ever? That's again because of a dad-daughter, dad-son even connection. And here's one that dads always love is hearing that, She will have less suicide attempts because of her connection to her dad, and she will delay her sexual debut. Do I hear an amen? Wow. So, dad, that is an antidote to your daughter being drawn toward the dudes and the duds. If she has dad there and there's a heart connection, a feeling of connection, all of those things are confirmed in the research as lining up with the heart of God that your daughter will be healthier, stronger, and able to hold her own as a leader in her in her peer group, all because of you. Men often underestimate the value of their presence, the value of their attention that they give their daughters. And I don't think dads hear enough how much you matter. You matter to God, you matter to us, and we want to cheer you on. And hopefully our conversation today is encouraging you right at the time where you need to hear that you matter. Absolutely. The topic that we're dealing with here is at the heart and the center of your purpose. There is a spiritual and generation component to identity. In the generational component, we talk about knowing your generational history. That includes uncomfortable topics like alcoholism, physical, verbal abuse, and any other addictions or anger. Why is it so essential for dads of daughters to get control of these things like their anger issues and address it now? Boy, I love how you you go to the deep end here, my friend. We are not talking about shallow issues, are we? I mean, (laughs) you know, my profession for 27 years, like your wife, is being in the trenches as a counselor with people being honored to hear their stories. And so, We oftentimes do hear the stories of the brokenness as a result of mom or dad who haven't dealt with their stuff, right? Because we give out what we have. And so it's so important, dad, for you to know that whether you know it or not, whether you like it or not, whether you're aware of it or not, more is caught than taught. And when you aren't looking at your stuff, it's the same as with your car. If a light comes on the dashboard and says there's a problem here and you ignore it or you get out of bat and you make the light go out, you know, you're, the problem's going to get worse. You got to pull the car over, lift up the hood, look at the wiring and say, what needs my attention? It's the same with your identity, with your woundedness, with your story, so that you can lead your daughter to be honest about hers. More that happens at home 
more that happens under your roof is what is going to lock and load your daughter's identity, her calling, her gifting. But if you want a daughter who knows who she is and whose she is, and I'm not just talking about your daughter. She knows I'm daddy's girl, but she knows she's God the father's daughter. That is an identity piece that will help your daughter to stand stronger in the wake of influences, right? That are that are coming at her every single day that that want to attack the core of her identity as a woman, that want to attack the core of her calling as a world changer and an influence for Christ and, and just to be all of who she was made to be. But can I also now go to the second part of your question about anger? And I love that you're talking about that because unfortunately, I don't I don't find that all fathering, you know, podcasts or movements always address that. The deeper issues, right? The things that are under the surface. And so again, you can have a car that's all shiny and it's looking good, but it's not going to keep running, right? If you don't maintain the parts of the car that you can't see, but that has everything to do, right? With how the car runs. And so same with your relationship with your daughter. When you have a daughter who's you know, in a funk and she's overreacting and making mountains out of molehills, the more you can get on her level and ask questions. In fact, that's a that's why I wrote a book with 60 conversation starters, because it's dad, if you can find out what's going on under the surface, under the hood, so to speak, of your daughter's response, you're going to find out sometimes it's something you had no idea about. It's something hurting her heart at school that she carried home. And you'll oftentimes interpret that as disrespect of mom, of you, of of her siblings. But when you hear her heart hurt, see, that's a heart turn kind of response, isn't it? Softer, more gentle, kind of slowing down, pacing with her. And that's where I love how girl dads expand their capacity for understanding people because their daughters teach them how to do that. In fact, I've often asked men in my groups that I lead, why are you doing this? You're meeting once a month for nine months with men you don't know. And they they have time and again said, well, it's because we love our daughters. That's why we're doing this. And they'll say often, I'm a better manager at work because of what I'm learning here with my daughter. I'm a better husband to my wife. And One dad said, I'm even a better dad to my sons, but it came through the portal of a dad saying, I want to meet the needs of my daughter because I can tell I I don't relate to her the same in adolescence as I do when she was younger, and I don't know what I don't know. Another observation I've made, Jonathan, from traveling now 13 years from my planet of Venus to years of Mars is that men would often rather do nothing than do it wrong. Absolutely true. Right. They all the time they go, yeah, pretty much. And I say, but you get the doing nothing is doing it wrong. I go, yeah, yeah, you're right. (laughs) And I say, but I know you want to do it right. And that's where I come in because you can only be an action hero if you take action. So if you want to be a hero in your daughter's life, initiating conversations is one of the best ways into her heart space because we on Venus figure things out by talking. So it's win-win. She's figuring things out by talking to you and you're strengthening the dad-daughter bond by having talking and listening sessions. And so oftentimes, you know, we forget that we have two ears and one mouth. So my husband even said, you could have called your book, Let's Talk and Listen, because the listening part is so important 
for dads to grow in that skill set of learning to hear what their daughters are saying, what they're thinking, what they're feeling, letting them disagree. And if you want your daughter to say no out in the world, you got to let her practice using her voice at home with you. Back to this anger piece. I find it so interesting, Jonathan, that that you're bringing that up specifically because most men will say, yep, I have a problem with anger. I just, I get frustrated. She gets on my last nerve, right? Or my sons do too. Drop your anger. You'll do more damage to your daughter's heart through your anger than anything else. Your anger destroys her spirit. Her, your anger makes her stop trying. Your anger will make her give up. Your anger will make her believe she's unworthy. Your anger will do more damage than anything else. So make a decision today to drop your anger and set a foundation to never respond in anger again. If you give your daughter a three-minute timeout when she's three, a 10-minute timeout when she's 10, dad, you've got to give yourself a timeout when you know you're going to respond in anger. That's as many minutes as your age. If you're 50, you need a 50-minute timeout to calm your brain down because that midbrain is on fire And it floods what's called your prefrontal cortex, that front part of your brain where you think and reason and make good decisions. You're going to say things you regret. So give yourself a timeout. This message of the importance of a dad dropping your anger is so important. And it has clearly resonated with men and women around the world. Jonathan, can you tell how much I love giving dads practical action steps? I'm like, we can't just say drop your anger. And then they're going, but what do I do instead? I'm like, Mm -hmm. walk away, go breathe, take deep breaths in and out. You can do imagery. You can picture, you know, being in one of your favorite places. Imagine being there. If you're somebody that relates to Jesus or God, the father, invite him in and have a conversation. And another thing is you can tap right and left on your, on your thighs, on your knees, back and forth, right and left. That helps to calm your whole system that's activated. But another thing is look in your daughter's eyes. Learn to read her eyes because if you're responding in anger, you're going to see fear in those precious little eyes that you looked on the day she was born and thought, I will never hurt her. So dad, look in her eyes and that will help you also reduce or titrate your anger. I really believe that. Okay. We're going to get into some very uncomfortable territory, but it's absolutely necessary. One of the hardest things a dad can do is to talk to his daughter about sex. What can you say to encourage that dad who's listening and is trying to make that task less traumatic? So first of all, you just have to know it's going to be awkward, but don't avoid it. Again, back to that connection to dad helps delay a sexual debut. That's that's a nice way of saying it, right? And so dad, even if you're uncomfortable, it's so important that you weigh in because if you don't address this, then everyone else's voice and opinion matters because she'll know what other people think. And she's being bombarded, I, I sadly would say almost daily through social media, through friends at school. In fact, just this last weekend, I was talking to our grandkids and they said, uh, one of them, 16-year-old boy, he said, oh my goodness, all day, every day, that's all I hear in the halls at school. Like sexual content is everywhere. And so dad, if you don't weigh in, you leave a gaping hole there for your daughter not to hear what you think. So she needs to hear what you think and what you feel and what you believe. Even if you can't impose that on her, it's so important that you have the conversation. So that is why in Let's Talk, I have scripts for dads to open up 
this conversation about cyberbullying, about having sex, about these kinds of topics so dads don't have to make them up on their on their own. But to ask her, you could start more general, like what what do people talk about when it comes to sex on social media that you're looking at? Dads, it's important that you really look at what your daughter is looking at on social media. Look at her phone. Look at her sites with her. Tell me what you're hearing because you'll probably be blown away at some of the crass language, right? That's being perpetuated rather than it being a sacred experience between a husband and a wife. And so for you to weigh in, you can even say, I'm so disappointed that that's how sex is being represented. And so often girls are saying, I hate this. Guys want me to reenact what they've seen in porn, but I want him to like me. So I just do it. That's the stuff I hear in my office. Dad's Your daughters are being exposed, so you got to open up the topic, even if you're uncomfortable, and that's why I wrote Let's Talk. I've even, you can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com, and I've written for Focus on the Family. I've written a whole script there. It's free resources I have there for dads to copy off and print out PDFs to open up conversations if you don't want to buy the book. I'm not just trying to, you know, really salute myself. I'm saying, dads, I want to equip you to lead conversations that are really where your daughter's at. And I guarantee that even if it's awkward, it will be a beneficial conversation in your daughter's life that she probably won't ever forget. Moms matter tremendously, but there's something that I have to believe really is rooted in the heart of the father. God is a father that allows a dad to carry weight in the life of his daughter. I've had daughters through the years in my office sometimes say, my dad gets angry. I'm so used to his anger. I hate it, but whatever. But they'll say, when he's disappointed in me, I almost can't take it. So dad, if you're saying to your daughter, I'm so brokenhearted, I'm disappointed, you know, that you already had sex in seventh grade. Sometimes dads in my groups find that out when their daughters are 25. And he had no idea, you know, but he gets to hear the story. Tell me what you learned from that experience. Was there something positive, which dads probably don't want to ask? Was there something negative? How has that shaped you sexually? What do you believe? And then depending on the age of your, of your daughter, which is why in the last section of my book, it's called lead her to listen. You know, I have lead her to laugh, to love, to look, to lament and to listen A daughter can ask questions of her dad about his life, but I find, dad, if you can tell your daughter in a language that's age appropriate, here's what I learned the hard way, and if I had it to do over again, here's what I would do different. You get to speak into your daughter's life as a guy, going, here's how guys think. Here's what they they have up their sleeve. That Those are the dudes and the duds. They're the players. You know why he's telling you that, sweetie? It's because he wants to get in your pants. You're like, I was, I was a teenager once. I know how guys think. You are a prize worth waiting for. He's telling you that because he has an agenda. Don't give in. How can I support you in standing up and standing alone? That's how you're going to be a standout. And you're cheering her on saying, how can I help you? You're ever in a compromising position? Here's my cell phone. You know my number. I will pick it up any time of the day or night and come get you. That packs a punch. Why is faith so vital in a dad-daughter relationship? I know that oftentimes when I say people, I'm going to give you a prompt word, father, write down the first three things that come to mind. And then I'll ask, do any of those words 
tie to how you see God as a father. Most of the time, they're the same. It could be judgmental, critical, distant. It could be Mm. positive, affirming, and connected. Oftentimes, there's that correlation between an earthly father and God as a father. So that's why faith is so important because, Dad, whether or not you know it, you're building a bridge to God as a father so that your daughter knows she has a father in heaven who's with her even when you can't be. But it's I want to the image part- thing. Yes. Yes. Image, identity, the whole thing. But part two in responding to that question is that in John 8, 44, it's all red letter. Jesus calls Satan what? The what of lies. Father of lies. Come so on. So he's the counterfeit. Come on. Satan is a counterfeit father and he's targeting fathers. Jesus called him that. I always think it's so interesting that he didn't call, you know, Satan like the CEO of lies, you know, the grand poobah of lies. Like, but no, the father, isn't that so interesting? That's he's very specific. A father. And then he said of lies. He could have said the father of darkness, the father of sin, you know, the father of darkness. But he said of lies. And that is where your daughters are being targeted by the enemy is in the area of believing lies about themselves. I'm ugly. I'm fat. I'm, you know, I'm a lost cause. I'm too much. That's when I believed for most of my life is I'm too much. I got my report cards would say Michelle talks too much. Go figure. God knew I would write books. I would have a podcast. I would speak at conferences because he gave me a gift to communicate, but the enemy went after that, right? So the very place where your daughters are getting hit with lies, look at the powerful role you play as dads to be a father of truth. Lowercase f, of course, but you are a father who communicates truth to your daughter to counter the counterfeit father's lies in her life. And that's why I believe dads are getting hit hard by the enemy who says, I want to be her dad. I want to step in to be the voice above all else, but he's going to be a lying voice. And that's why dads matter on that front in terms of spirituality. Tell us about the ABBA project. What is it all about and how it got started? Back in December of 09, I was reading in Luke 1, who doesn't read, you know, Luke 1, Luke 2 at Christmas time, about how God told Zechariah that his yet to be born son John, right? John the Baptist would help turn the hearts, not the heads, but the hearts of fathers to their children. It was a regular day like any other day, read my Bible. And I literally heard God whisper to me, Michelle, that's what I want you to do. And I was like, what? I was 49 years old at the time. I'm 63 now. And I had been mentoring girls since I was 19 and counseling, you know, for many years. I was like, what? Turn the hearts of fathers? And I knew it was God's voice because I wouldn't have come up with that. And two days later, I was blow drying my hair and I just heard the name, the Abba Project. Abba meaning daddy in Aramaic and men love a project. So the next month, January of 2010, I emailed 11 dads whose daughters at the time were my counseling clients in their teens and their 20s. And I said, how would you like to join me once a month for six months to see if there's a change in you, your daughter, and your relationship? And 10 of the 11 dads, Jonathan, said, yes, we're in. We ended up going a whole year. I had no curriculum, but every month got downloaded 
all the content. He would say, cover this theme this month, cover this theme this month, everything from personalities to love languages, which I haven't come up with, but I'm bringing them resources to then better understand their daughter. And they'd have a dad-daughter date every month. And that is still to this day, the curriculum. That's basically the foundation of my first book, Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, a guide for connecting with your daughter's heart. So these dads for 10 years came every, I 12, 12 dads a year, every year. And it was, it's been such a privilege to be invited into the tribe of men and have them want to learn. And I see them grow. I see them bond as a band of brothers. They call me their token female in the group. And <laughs> that's, that's really how it all got started. You've written two books. The first one is dad, here's what I really need from you. A guide for connecting with your daughter's heart. And the second one is let's talk conversation starters for dads and daughters. Please tell us about those books and why you wrote them. I really wrote these books, Jonathan, so that dads don't have an excuse or a reason not to engage their daughter's heart. So that I'm saying, dad, here's these books in your hands. I'm giving you scripts so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And then you'll be more equipped and encouraged. And as your confidence builds, your competence builds. And as your competence builds, your confidence builds. And so I want to see dads step in and step up in engaging their daughter's hearts. And that's why I wrote the books. How can dads learn more about you, what you're doing and order your books? You can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com. There's links there to my books. You can go to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere online like that. You can also order them there. You can sign up for my Dad Daughter Friday blogs, and then you can listen to the Dad Whisperer podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all of those. And those are also a free resource for you as dads where you can get coached sometimes by me and with a lot of guests. And I started that in 2016. So there's lots of episodes there to encourage you because the only thing I talk about is the dad-daughter relationship. And so it's all there for you dads, if you're willing to learn and grow. And just to make it easy, if you go to thefatherhoodchallenge.com, that's thefatherhoodchallenge.com, go to this episode and look right below the episode description. All of the links and resources that we have talked about in this episode will all be there in one place. So that'll be another place you can find everything. So Dr. Michelle, as we close, if a dad wants to make one change right now that will make a big difference in his daughter's life, what challenge, what would you challenge that dad to do? I want you to go get a dry erase marker or a pack of sticky notes that you most likely already have at your house. And I want you to either write directly on your daughter's mirror or on the rearview mirror, like in her bedroom, her bathroom, the rearview mirror of her car. And if you don't live with your daughter, if there's divorce or you travel, that's okay. You can do this on the mirror where you are, take a screenshot and send it to her, which I got that idea from another dad, which was awesome. But dad, the mirror is so often back to the father of lies. It's a reflection back of all of our flaws, right? We see everything wrong with ourselves. And dad, your voice matters, as we've been saying throughout this whole conversation, and so when you write an affirming message on your daughter's mirror, the mirror, the exact mirror she's looking in where the father of lies wants her to see everything wrong with her. And you're saying, I love being your dad. You're beautiful to me. Have a great day. I've had dads. That's all they wrote. Have a great day on a sticky note. And their daughters leave it on the mirror for months. Just these encouraging messages in dad's handwriting 
Dad, that would be the action step I would encourage you to to do today. And it may be a change because you haven't even thought about doing it, but it lets you step in and affirm your daughter and let her see herself through your eyes because when she looks at you, you're a reflection back. And so by affirming your daughter, she will internalize that message and believe it for herself. Dr. Michelle, it has been an absolute honor to have you on the Fatherhood Challenge. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's been a joy to be here with you, Jonathan. Thank you so much for the invitation and I trust dads will be encouraged today. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fatherhood Challenge. If you would like to contact us, listen to other episodes, find any resource mentioned in this program, or find out more information about the Fatherhood Challenge, please visit thefatherhoodchallenge.com. That's thefatherhoodchallenge.com.